Alright, welcome to this episode of Two Drunk Chops. I'm Chachi. And I'm Cheddar. Uh, welcome. Uh, this week we're going to continue our discussion on uh, car infotainment center technology. All right, number six is USB ports. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't put this on a top technologies for 2018. I think general USB ports have you know been around for quite a while in cars. This is sounding a bit like how many cup holders do you have? Right. Uh, maybe they're you know it's moving down the the chain a little more common in cars, but I'm pretty sure that's been pretty standard for a while in most vehicles. How many times have you really used like the the 110 power outlet in your car? Um, I have actually quite a bit. Um, in in my wife's car, we actually uh, so we don't have to play movies over the um, the stereo. My daughter's too young to listen to headphones yet. So I actually put some computer speakers and plugged them into the headphone jack and I've got them sitting behind her seat so she can, you know, just hear the audio for whatever movie she's watching and we can still listen to real music in the front of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have used the, well, the 110 outlet quite a bit for that. Okay. Well, the only time I think we've used it is to create a USB power port. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I I can see where USB ports are important uh, to have, but at this point, it's it's almost like, yeah, how many cup holders do you have? Well, right. I've got twelve. No, oh, I got right. six. Well, you know that that's great, but yeah, I, I mean, I've got as long as I, I've usually got one to ha- have some music on, just is a you know in case I'm really looking for a specific song, I've always got uh, a stick with full of MP3s in there. Um, and you know, like I said, I've got to have one to plug in the phone if I ever want to use Android auto. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is being able to just charge up the devices that you have in the car and, uh, having the, the USB ports in the appropriate location, uh, is, is probably the biggest challenge because although it could be in the center dash, how many people really want to have cables that are. Running everywhere, right? Um, yeah, and actually, I still use a, a charger plugged into the cigarette lighter um, for charging devices because I want that quick charge three, which you're not going to get from a USB port. So that's right. Um, uh, so I actually have you know like a triple charger for that. Um, I have one of my USB ports is really in a weird spot. It's kind of where the ashtray used to be um, in in vehicles. But the there's the port is really close to like it's got a lid over it. So if you plug anything into that, like a cable or anything, you'd never be able to shut that door. Um, but luckily, I got one of those little tiny like USB memory sticks that's you know barely not you know like three quarters of an inch long, or you know it mm-hmm. sticks out about a quarter of an inch. So it's small enough to where I can shut the door and keep that hidden, and that's kind of where I keep my music drive that sounds like the only thing you could do with that thing right yeah all right so number seven is the rear cross traffic alert yeah actually my wife's car has this and and i used it today um i was getting ready to back out of a parking space in a in a parking lot and uh, it started beeping at me and i was like wait what's going on oh yeah a car was coming up from the side it 
it was kind of handy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've used <laughs> it goes off a lot. Even if I usually, you know, I'll at the grocery store put the car in reverse and beep beep beep. Right, and I, you know, I usually just do that and then I'll look. But it's you know, it beeps before I even start doing anything until to let you know. But yeah, I think that's a great technology. Uh, I think this kind of functionality should be standard. Yeah, I think it help. You know, they've made the uh, uh, backup cameras a requirement now on all vehicles. I, I yeah, I think that's another one that's a great the great one to have too is the the backup sensors. Absolutely. All right, the lane departure warning. I'm kind of torn on this one. I've got it in my wife's car. And I, it, it gets annoying. I, I agree. It's, it is a nice to have feature, but it, like if you're, you know, switching lanes, there's nobody around. You're not putting on your turn signal. You get the beep or the warning or the vibration. It, it's, yeah, it can be kind of annoying. Uh, you're on a, a very small country road that, you know, if you're at all, you know, the, the lanes are just so narrow that it goes off if you're even six inches from the line. It it gets it's frustrating and annoying. Right. Um, you know the advanced systems that that can actually like help keep the lane by nudging the steering wheel back into into uh, keeping the lane. Maybe that's a little better. Right. And I I have that system, but it. I swear every time I want it to work. It doesn't like if there's any situation where, uh, you know, I'm kind of just like feeling it out and I'll let it start drifting off. And it like, I see it, the little thing saying, Oh, yellow, you're going over the line. I'm waiting for it to nudge me back over. And it just says, Oh, nope, I can't detect the lines anymore. I'm like, what, what's the point of that? Sometimes it does, but it's completely unreliable. And if I'm going around if you're going like the, a curve, you know, it, it always goes out around a curve. It cannot, and it can, I guess it works in a completely straight line with perfectly painted, you know, lines, but I would never trust that, trust my life on it for a minute. If only we had perfectly painted lines here in Missouri. Right. Yeah. Okay. Number eight is the automatic emergency braking. That's nine, but nine. okay. Who's counting? Okay. Yeah. Sorry um, about that. Uh, I don't have the automatic braking, but I've got the front collision warning and, uh, it gets confused a lot. I, I would be concerned if the, uh, braking worked whenever it beeped. So does yours have the sensitivity setting on it? And I've turned it way down. Okay. So I noticed that on mine, I turned it way down and I do not get as many of the false positives of, I, used to be when I'd be driving down the road and somebody's on a cross street and was, you know, getting ready to pull out, I'd get a like warning that it was going to, you know, the collision, but they were just getting ready to pull out. So since I've dialed it down, I haven't gotten that. Most of the times what happens for me is I'm, I'm driving and a car ahead of me is going to turn left or right, or they're, they're going to merge into the left or right lane. And I'm not slowing down because I know that they're getting out of my way. Exactly. And it'll yeah. start beeping at me. Right. Yeah. So if it was to automatically break, I would be so upset. I'd be probably getting rear ended half the time. Well, you know, 
I don't. So mine has that, and I've got the automatic emergency braking, and it would I'd get the beep, but it didn't engage the brakes right away. So uh, so I think you get the warning a little bit before it starts braking by itself. That's got to be much better than uh, than what I've got. Uh, but again, I think this is a great technology. Uh, sounds like it's going to be standard by 2022. Um, you know, I, I'm sure this will help a lot of rear end collisions. I I would have to guess that rear end collisions are probably you know the number one you know car accident from people not paying attention. Absolutely. All right, uh, number ten, the 360 degree camera. The demos that I've seen have been pretty cool but is it something that's necessary the backup camera absolutely it's it it can tell you when you're getting really close you know when you're trying to to parallel park you can know when you're just the right spot but does a 360 degree setup really provide you any it does it does it makes a huge difference, uh, especially in like parallel parking. You know exactly how close you are on the sides, on the front. Um, I, I I don't use it that often. It's in my wife's car, but I think it's great. Like pulling into the garage, pulling in a tight spot, you can see exactly where you're going, how close you are. It's just like that extra degree of confidence. Yeah, yeah you can. There are plenty of people who need more confidence on the road that's for sure i mean it you can wiggle in and take your time and you know look around but it it really is a, a great convenience convenience feature I, you know i i really i really like it on the the bigger suv do you need it on every car no um but you know i think it comes in handy uh, you know on it on an suv all right or, or any even large vehicle right you know i, I think uh, yeah Maybe a big sedan. I don't know if you really need it still, um, just because you have a better view. But yeah, you know, using it, I, I I like it. All right. Well, I guess I should reserve judgment until I use it in one of those tight parking spaces. All right. So those are the you know ten new technologies. Uh, you know, if you have any want to discuss these. Uh, Please comment on twodrunkchumps.com. Uh, we'll be, you know, have a link there for this episode. Uh, give us any feedback, any more topics you'd like to hear. And uh, I think that's it for Two Drunk Chumps. I'm Chachi. And I'm Chad. See you on the flip side. <laughs>